Nice. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What the Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. at this place. Personally, I've worked 10, 11, 12 hour days. You know, you want to be able to get home and see your kids at a decent hour. Nothing worse than driving back tired. The harassment now at UPS is out of control. I hear that they make, uh, you know, they make $1.5 billion per quarter. They, they put their earnings statement out there and I don't see how they can't afford to uh, pay for our health care. I wasn't here in 1997. I was seven years old, but I'm ready to do my part now. The more we stay together, the stronger we are, the more we get, the better off we'll be in the long run. Yeah, we've got to stick together. That's the only thing that gives us power. Yeah, I don't want to settle early if it means settling short. We will do what it takes. That means walking out, I'm willing to do that. Nice. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What The Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. You can hate me now, QB, but I won't stop now. You can hate me, you can hate me now, QB, but I won't stop now. Cause I can't stop now, Braveheart, you can hate me. That's right, you're listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio Sunday, November the 4th. Straight out of Chicago. Just got in from Chicago this morning from the TDU convention and uh, had some education now. <laughs> some education out there where all my brothers and sisters and teamsters from all over the country, from California all the way down to the East Coast, Local 804. I just want to give a shout out to everyone... In the TDU convention that was out there. Guess what, guys? 804 is back on the map. Yes, that's right. We had a, a good welcome from uh, the TDU convention from other locals and uh 
giving us the what's up to the 804 before like i told you before every conference that i go to you know 804 wasn't the talk of the town anymore because of all the bullshit that's going on here in local 804 and uh, i just want to give you guys a uh, uh, heads up that uh 804 is back on the map back on the map i mean we got a uh, we had a lot of we had about 14 804 members that went to uh the tdu convention and um we were there and they had some new classes that uh some 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 of us took i took a couple of classes and pretty good classes i mean how to fight this company and what to do with a lot of things and i'll be talking about that in a few minutes uh i i'm not listen guys this is the what the heck show and uh and much love to all that gave me a welcome uh, and and talked to me at the TDU convention and telling me about how they love the radio show. Uh, and uh, I appreciate you guys and I appreciate doing this. Uh, this is for you guys to understand that uh, that we're going to give uh, education out to the membership. And I hope it continues going on uh, with various shows and various formats uh, here in Local 804. Uh, with live with Laurelton and uh, anyone else that wants to continue doing uh, this kind of format and if you need help with anything you can always call me at three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five I definitely will put uh, anybody on uh, a big big shout out to local seven zero five from Chicago those are the guys and I'm sorry for the voice because I just got in this morning from Chicago and I had a I took a little nap nap and I uh, just woke up so this is my uh wake up voice so anyway um shout outs to 705 uh oh wow they are they're amazing over there in 705 remember 705 is the one that's holding the 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 company by the balls right now they uh gave them a notice of 30 day notice to strike thank god for that and and the reason they are different from us is because they are not uh they still teamsters but they they don't have the national language they don't need to follow the national language they have the supplement that they are holding over the company's head right now and they gave massive demands and uh those demands are very very good and um i i got to meet uh, the principal officer and a couple of guys from the 705 and they are uh, firm they are solid they are gonna go take this to the fucking they're going to take this head on with the company. And right now, I believe November 30th of this uh, month is going to be the final and final offer. And if they don't have a final and uh, offer on the 30th, it's going to be some shit going on. And like I said, I, I, I applaud them because if they go on strike, we have leverage here with this uh, with this contract that we have, you know, because they'll put a stop to everything, everything. Queens North is definitely in the house always. And uh, with that said, um, um, it was it was amazing this weekend. Uh, a couple of guys from my slate uh, went went to uh to this tdu convention that never been there before now a lot of people like i said before is this this convention is for some people and some people will take it and and get educated and then run you know I, can't, I hate to say that word but uh you know we'll take that education and come back to the membership and uh and educate the members and i think it's a it's a good thing I've been going to the TDU convention for these classes and new classes for a while. 
And uh, I, every time I go there, I learn something new, which is good for me and good for the members. And uh, when I go into that office and fight this uh, company. Now, strangely, that I walked into, I, I picked up my mail this, mor uh, this morning when I got in, and I had a, 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 an anonymous person send me something and and i don't know if anyone else got it because i'm i'm kind of weird that you know they have my address and they uh and they sent me this one piece of paper and it's with an american flag and a gray background very well printed and it says wash dogs and on it says it says on on monday on uh, i'm gonna read it a, a couple of sentences to you because uh this is kind of weird that i got this in the mail you know, I should have. I should have had the. It was just weird. It was uh, no return address, just directed to me, and this is what it said. And I don't know if anyone else got it, but it says on Monday of October the twenty fifth, two thousand and eighteen, the Nassau Center manager assigned to the uh, Mitchell's Field Center, and I'm not going to name it's, it's the manager's name there. Advice his men during his PCM that everyone was to work. No more than not than nine point five hours daily, with the exception of the safety committee members. So, I guess if you're a safety committee member, you you know you don't have to worry about that nine five uh, hour shit. But it's weird that he's this is anonymous, no return address, no nothing. It's in a well printed letter, and I hope maybe and, and the stamp and everything. I don't know if he he. He sent it out to other P, other members of Local 804. But uh, as we all know, UPS, uh, the company, is, is tightening down on the hours worked in efforts to reduce the paid date. They are doing this in various ways. For example, running more routes to reduce stops per car and scattering the, the start times for the trainees. As the company claims that their reports and numbers don't lie. This is one of this is one time we might just have to agree. Look at the hours the safety committee members are working daily. Local Y is from ten to twelve hours to be exact. In the time where payday has become a hot topic, why isn't wait, I can't see now. Why is it is the same for those and those who are the, cho are the chosen one, which is the, the safety. Uh, the safety committee members are Montabo soldiers. This is the backstab of Montabo. Uh, this is, has to do with Montabo instructing, uh, you know, they, they go with the 9-5, but the safety people that he has on board uh, is okay. Delivering the same messages to the, the Danny does. Give the company what they want so you can get what you want this is a message that uh danny the backstabber this is what he's saying and i'll i'm gonna i'm gonna um take a photo copy of it and i'm gonna put it on uh, facebook for you guys to see what exactly what i'm talking about and for those members they have different privileges now the election time is here you need to educate yourself and your members before they vote Montavo and Bentoncourt slate are corrupt. This is they are the company men. And it says think bef think before you vote. You and your local depends on it. And he says you and your local depends on it. So I you know, I don't know if it's uh, outside or the inside, but I'm going to post it on uh, Facebook. 
Uh, I'm going to put it on the election page and the Union Power Radio page if you're on that page for you could see it for yourself. And I was kind of surprised that somebody sent me that and they know my address. But anyway, who cares? You, You can know my address, you know, whatever. But anyway, that's what I got in the mail this weekend, and, and, and a lot of shit is going on on Facebook, and I really don't want to talk about it here on uh, the What The Heck Show, uh, Union Power Radio, because this is the time that we all should be uniting and getting together, and don't care, no matter who's running in this slate. You know, we know in Local 804, we have four slates running. You have uh, Members First running, you have Betancourt, you have Rise Up, and you have Experience Matters. Every one of those slates have a website, okay? You do your research. Go into their websites. Find out who's running on that slate. Find out what they're all about. Find out what have they done in the past three years, six years. Find out everything because they have websites up. And they have websites for a purpose, for your, your, for your view to, to understand who's running in those slates. This Facebook battle with this bullshit, racist shit, it's got to stop because we're not, I mean, 804 is not that type of local, okay? So the thing is that every one of those slates have a website, okay? Uh, Look into them, find out who they are, find out what they're going to do, find out what their mission is going to be, what their plan is going to be for the next three years here in this election, now the election, the the nominations just passed. Everybody's going around saying who boo who who boo what. It fucking doesn't fucking matter who booed who. All right, the nomination is gone. It's past us. Let's move forward. This is the problem with this local eight hundred four. We live on the past. We have to move forward. If we move forward, leave everything, man. Who cares? Who boot? Who? Who boot? It's gone. It's over. You knew when you were going to take that position as a BA, as a vice president, as a principal officer, that this was going to happen. It was nothing new. It's nothing surprising. It's been happening for years and decades here in Local 804 that people nominate, gets nominated, either A, get booed or get cheered. It, it's always the same shit. So who cares if you're going in there, oh, I got booed, oh, wow, you know, and then we, we, you know, we start hearing, this is what we start hearing after the booze. We start hearing crying, I got booed. So what? You know, peop- the members feel that they should boo you and because you're not doing a good job or, or they don't they don't they haven't read about you. It is good. It is. It is what it is. Listen, I went on that mic to accept my nominations. I told you I'm telling you guys right now I blacked out. I didn't hear anything. I like I I ignored everything because I didn't know if I was going to get a boo or a cheer or whatever the case may be. And I didn't care. All I knew I was there for one mission only is to tell the membership that I'm yeah, I'm going to accept this nomination to run for business agent. And that was my mission. And that was my mission. If I got booed, if I got cheered, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to continue my mission. And everyone that got elected, that, uh, that, that got nominated, should feel the same way. You shouldn't let this put you down because you got booed or you got cheered or whatever. Your mission is Local 804. Okay? Your mission is to come here and represent the members to the fullest. To the fullest. 
Because when you get into that office, that's what you have to do. You can't be half-assed. You can't be, oh, I got off the truck. <laughs> I'm going to retire after these three. You can't be that way. You can't think that way. Your mission is to represent the, the members to 110% of you, what you can do. Now, there's classes. Like I said, everyone that goes into this hall is not going to be the 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 man. It's not going to be, oh, I know what I'm doing. Is Never, never. These guys that just are there for the three years, they went in there saying, promising this, promising that, saying that they had three over 300 years of experience. Listen, all of us have experience in driving a truck because we've been there, Okay. Once you get into that hall, it's a whole different level, okay? You could be the best shop steward, like, I, you know, like, you could be the best shop steward in your center. You're representing your members to the fullest, and, and we have good shop stewards that represent their members to the fullest. But you got to understand this, that, you know, a BA's position, you're going to be representing more than just 90 guys. You're going to be representing the whole 7,100 7, or 7,000 members that we have at everything from part-timer, from full-timer, from clerks, from car washers. We, we have that mentality that, you know, when you get into office that, hey, you got one certain building and you got a certain kind, you, you certain members that you know. Once you get elected into that office, you represent the 70, the 7,000 members to the fullest. To the fullest, you are elected BA, you're elected official, you're elected, the members elected you to be there. No one gets left out. Everyone gets treated the same when you get into that, whoever gets into that office. You know, in the past, I was critic. I, I was one of those guys that was on Facebook making memes and having fun with it. I thought it was fun for me, but now that I come look at it, now it is happening to me. I felt now I feel bad that I did that back in in 2000 and 2015. And, it, you know, I did it as as oh shit. You know, I was supporting one 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 group and I wasn't thinking about the other group. And I, I, I hey, listen, I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those guys that did memes out there in 2015. I did a lot of shit. Um, when Edwin was running on, uh, or he's only going to have the Latino votes. I, that was, you know, I did, or I, I, I put it out there, or he's only running on Latino votes. Listen, here in Local 804, we are so, we have so many uh, members from all kinds of race. And I, I like that. We're like the United Nations here in Local 804. And I'm sure in all the locals also. But here, the race car doesn't work here in Local 804 because we have a lot of great guys. We have a lot of great leaders. We have a lot of great uh, potential leaders. And we have a lot of young that want to fight this company as hard as possible. And, and I'm one of those guys that want to fight this company. And I and I, I feel like I could do the job. And I'm not saying it, I'm, I'm like knowing what I'm, 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 I'm against, but I'm willing to take that challenge for the membership. I'm willing to take that challenge, and the guys that are running with me are willing to take that challenge, and the other four slates are, are also the same. Listen, like I said, every slate has a website. They have a website. Put them all together. Do your homework one day. 
Go into the members first website. What do you what do you like about you put it on a piece of paper? What what is good and what are they going to do for you? What have they done in the past and what they're going to do for you in the future? You put that slate in your in a piece of paper. You do a little homework and then you go to the next. You go to the next slate. And then you do the same thing. What this guy is going to do for me, what this guy can do for me on the other slate. You 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 narrow it down to see which slate is the best slate for you. Now, everyone's talking about this bullet voting thing. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. The way Local 804 votes, we don't vote. We don't vote enough. We don't have enough members going out there to vote. We have the last, uh, the vote no movement, it was 3,300 out of 7,000 members. Okay, so now you got to calculate 3,300 if we're going to get, because now you got members that are pissed off, they're not going to vote anymore because they feel that they vote didn't count on the vote no uh, uh, contract. And the reason what happened with the vote no kind of don't get discouraged about the voting uh, procedures is because the voting in the IBT, when you have Hoffa, the dictator, uh, putting down the bylaws and the rules, and he rules was that if you're not at 50% nationwide, uh, then then if you're under uh, 50%, then he has the right to uh, you know to ratify the, the the contract. And it's a fucked up rule, but you know he's the dictator, and this is the way he wants. He also, <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> He also wanted to change the fact that when uh, locals um, go to the delegate uh, delegate convention and to vote to nominate another person to run against Hoffer, uh, he also put it out there to all the Hofferers that he wants to raise the the ten percent to fifteen percent. Now, what I'm saying about that is like he wants to dictate what is po- is not is impossible to do. So ten percent was was very close when we had to uh, d- uh, to get um, Zuckerman to run against him the last election. Now he's trying to do 15% of the delegation, delegation. So now what happens is if we don't get 15% of the delegation that we want to have another person uh, like uh, Zuckerman again run against Hoffer again, then he has the right to not be challenged because if we don't get the 15 percent then he 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 runs unchallenged and this is dictatorship to the fullest this is bullshit and this is what you got to understand that your vote did count you went out there you voted you count you you made that you made a you made believe me 804 and a couple of locals let our voices be heard but his dictatorship and his bylaws and his uh, and what he puts out there to make sure that he stays in office or goes, you know, and he continues. He, he this is a dictatorship, and this is what's happening here in Local 804. That we are we are get, we are becoming not becoming because the members are not becoming that. But we have someone in there right now, which is Danny the Backstabber Montabo, trying to turn this local into a half a local. I'm sorry, I had to drink water because my throat. Thank you. So this is this is what you do your research with. How we were, we are 86. Local 804 has 86% that are against Hoffer. Are against Hoffer. This guy, uh, Danny the Backstabber Montabo, 
is running on on I don't know on what he's running on. You know what he did to this local. He he messed up this local along with Edwin. Uh, they had no clue who they were going into office with with each other. And this is something you have to do your homework with. You have to understand that just because you have 13 guys, it doesn't mean that they all know each other or they don't know each other. Now, I can't speak on other slates. Only you can do your research and see who's running on those slates. You know, I can tell you this much. I know who I'm running with and experience matters. I know who I'm running with. And I'm sure Betancourt knows who he's running with. And you guys don't know what I know. So you have to do your homework and search and research of the guys that are running on the Experience Matters slate, the Betancourt slate, the 804 Rise Up, and uh, Members First slate. And you have to do that. You can't have outsiders. I call them outsiders because of the fact is that they have no vote. They have they could they could tell you to vote for for uh, members first, but they don't have no vote. They just speaking from what they you know what they where they've been in the past. You got guys that are retired that they cannot vote. They can't influence. You know they could tell you these guys are good. These guys are good. These guys are good or those guys are good, but they can't tell you exactly who's those guys. And like I said last week. You heard it. You heard my radio show and you heard the podcast. You know, once you put those um, particular individuals on a spot as saying, OK, since you want me to vote for these guys, what do these guys got to what do you who do you know? And, and, that's, and, and if they don't know, then how how are you going to accept what he's saying? So what I'm saying is you have four slates out there with four websites four websites that you can go one day you can look at one website and you look at the other and just go with your gut feeling of what you experience as far as the websites some websites are nice some websites are bad you know whatever but they have a mission in those websites what they're going to do for you and you got to think about it you got to think about it now this is the killer part here that like we here in 804 we have four slates running two of them i consider that a one slate Okay, so it's really three slates running against the the guys that are. Uh, hold on a second. That are guys that are uh, uh, you know are in office now. You have, uh, and it, it was it was crazy that. Uh, hold on a second. It was crazy that uh, at the nominations it was so funny they were all together on the top uh, thing and then when. Um, when it was time for nominations, they split up. I mean, it was like one went the other way, one went the other way. Right there, it tells you. Dan, Danny Benton, uh, Danny um, Baxter Montabo had no loyal to his principal officer, okay? No loyalty to his principal officer. What makes you think he's going to have loyalty to the membership? You got to ask that question to yourself. Because loyalty in this uh, union, it, it means a lot. It means a lot. Because if you could turn on your principal officer and get him out of there after at the nomination, if you guys all heard the recording, my good friend, my best friend, my 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 number one guy, uh, Edwin, you know, Viata, and he announced him, and you know, they looked like they were all together there, but in reality, they didn't know each other. 
and they went into that hating each other. The BAs talking about the other BA, the other BA talking about the other BA. They wasn't working together. And because they wasn't working together, we got screwed, the membership. Because they they were fighting among themselves and not fighting the company. They were fighting against themselves and they wasn't fighting the company. That's why you have Betancourt doing his own slate. Because he don't like Montabo. Montabo don't like Betancourt. Rick Gomez don't like Montabo. You know, Murphy didn't like Rick Gomez. Tony Freitas was the union rep, rep there. He didn't like what these guys were doing. Pickle Dick and uh, Murphy and Dwight and all of them. So he went to this side. So that's division within the local, the local hall. So you have to think about, do you want this division in that hall that they're going to be fighting against each other? And you want to freaking, uh, you, you know, you, you, you have a management up your ass and harassing you. But these guys, meanwhile, they in there fighting. Come on, you have to be smart. And we are smart here in Local 804. And I know that they only doing this to stay in office to, you know, it's, it's a luxury for them. You know, their car allowance is going to get paid. You know, they're not going to get paid. They're going to have to wear the brown uniforms. And I keep saying this. If they did such a good job, we wouldn't be in this situation right now. We all will be happy. Let me tell you something. 705. They have such a great executive board that all the executive board, they all get along with each other and the members love them. There's no one going to run against them. They are for election now. No one is running against them. You know why? Because they're doing such a good job to the membership. The membership loves them. The membership got their backing. The membership is, is no one is trying to run against them. They're going to be unchallenged in the next election. Another example, Rhode Island, local 251. They went in, they, when they first took office, they went through hell because Sean O'Brien didn't want them there. So Sean O'Brien was, you know, threatening them. If anybody votes for them, they got into office, 251. I mean, shout out to 251. The members love them. They doing the right shit. They are up for election again. Guess what? No one is challenging them. You know why? Because the members know, the members, we the members know what is good and what is bad for us. Okay? And the 251 and 705, the members know that this executive board that they have now is good for them. So they're not going to be challenged and they're not being challenged. They're going to continue being the executive board. So now with that said, here in Local 804, if you're doing a good job, then you won't be challenged. These guys are not doing a good job for the membership. So they are being challenged and they're being challenged with um, with 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 four with, with two slates. And this is who should be only running in this in this election. And we have to put our heads together, guys, and stop fighting against each other, because we at the end of the day, we are brothers and sisters. Teamsters Local 804. Local 804 is, is well known throughout the United States, throughout the, the states. You got to understand we can't be doing this Facebook bullshit. This, you know, I did it one time and I admit to it 
And I'm staying away from it now. You know, the past is the past. I'm living on present now. I'm living to the future now. You know, I was a uh, Mimi guy. I, I wrote shit up there. Yes, 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 yes. I did. Was it, was it, it was, it was, it was fun to me then. It wasn't, it's not fun for me now. Not because I'm running now. It's because it's, it's stupid now because we're fighting against each other and the only thing that's laughing and, and winning on this is the company. The company is having a great fucking time looking at us fight amongst each other. It's like putting us in a pit and they are the audience and they just watching us tear each other apart with, you know, who's white and who's black, who's white, who's Hispanic, who's, you know, it's, it's fucking retarded, man. And the problem is this also on Facebook. Why don't we respond to these stuff? Why? Let's, if someone wants to post some negative t stuff out there, let them fucking, let them fucking uh, post it. If you see the posting that this, this, is, this, um, this guy put up, you know, he had six likes and all his friends liked it. But this is where the problem comes in. The 246 comments. And the 246 comments, it's like a lie to another lie to another lie to another lie. This is, is an example of what I'm saying. I'm not saying whoever's talking and typing is lying. I'm just saying when you lie, you lie more. You lie, you know, to cover that lie, you got to cover another lie. So what I'm saying, is every time someone responds to it, ten, if one guy responds, 10 guys attack him. If, you know, for his opinion. If two guys have the same opinion... 20 guys have different opinions and it, and, and it just keeps going on and the only thing it's doing is putting hatred out there and putting negativity out there and we need to stop that shit. We are better than that shit. That's right. Uh, someone wrote uh, Juan Campos is the man. That's the guy from uh, uh, 705 and um, um, he's, he's holding the company up to uh, whatever it is, Edgar. Said that there's an election going on at 7.05. There is there an act like, no. This is what I'm hearing that uh, one of the uh, members came up to me and says, oh, you know, I think we, we're going to vote. We're, gonna, we're not going to vote no one else in besides this Juan Campos. So I don't know if there's an election going on at 7.05. Uh, what I'm hearing from the members that no one is challenging uh, Juan Campos, which is... Uh, <laughs> I met the guy for a brief moment. Uh, everybody was uh, around him. Like he was, uh, everybody, oh, you got to meet Juan Campos. You got to meet Juan Campos. And I was like, why? What's going on with Juan Campos? Who is Juan Campos? I never heard of him. He said, he's the president. He's the pri uh, principal officer of 705. I said, okay. What's up? He said, no, that's the guy with the strike. I said, oh, okay. So I went up to him. Very down to earth guy he shook my hand we uh we talked for a little bit uh and uh big ups to juan campos and i told him keep up the good work i uh, hope they do i mean I, I don't hope on anyone to go on strike but if if 705 goes on strike guys i mean we're gonna have some kind of leverage here that they'll probably go back to the table and um and re-talk this contract and that's what you know i want i want them to go back onto the table and and renegotiate this whole shit now on his negotiation and on the table, he don't want he don't even want the twenty two fours. He has that off the table. He told the company, "You ain't getting twenty two fours here in seven oh five. So.
and he's also asking for $15 for part-timers. And the company's like saying no, no, no. So I don't know. They are noticed for uh, a, a strike authorization. Um, November 30th, I think it's the last day that they got to come up with something. And if they don't come up with something, um, they might be going on strike now. And I heard different stories. You know, even though they're not uh, with the national contract, uh, they still have to get authorized by uh, the IBT to go on strike. I don't know. I might be wrong, but maybe someone from 705 could call up and tell me uh, what's going on. I mean, a lot of guys from 705, I mean, maybe they still in Chicago. I mean, they still at the convention. But uh, they was like, uh, yeah, we're going to call the radio show to uh, like explain. But I didn't get no call so far. That's right, 705 is the shit. So this is this is what comes down to Local 804. Local 804 members are very dedicated, and we showed it on when we did the vote no. We could have got more votes, whatever the case may be. Everyone always say, why can't we be the same exact as 705? Now, to get off the IBT, the, the national contract, we have to have a, a vote and a vote. Sorry, it has to be with 75% of the membership. So if we have 7,000 members. It would have to be 5,500 votes to say that we want out of the national contract and be independent just like the 705. But like I said, here in Local 804, our votes are not good enough. I mean, 3,300 in the last votes, uh, the previous uh votes for uh, executive office was 2900 and you know we need to bring we have to get members more involved in voting and letting the uh, voices heard by voting and it's up to us us the members that are out there on the carts on uh, the preloads and uh, and communicating with all the members and tell them that they have to vote now you're going to get a lot of guys you know, I uh, last week I was on vacation. I went to a, a lot of buildings to campaign for um, my slate. Uh, we all we all had the same vacation, so we were all out there, all ter all thirteen of us. No, I'm sorry, it's only eleven of us because two of them couldn't. Um, they had vacations for other, and that was uh, Rocky and um, Dave Luby. But well, we were out there in those buildings, and let me tell you something. The you know some buildings uh, iffy iffy on you know on voting. Um, but it was a lot of buildings that are fed up with this uh, executive board, and um, and they're ready for a change. They're ready for a change, and those guys shouldn't be neglected out there. You have Yorktown. We, I mean, that was a, a long ride. It was about an hour and something. But up there, they they say that. The uh, executive board never came, you know, maybe once or twice. And, you know, I'm talking about the president and the vice president, you know, the executive board. Uh, when we got up there, Kirk Shocker was up there. He was doing some union business up there. And, um, and um, but, you know, you have uh, Elmsford, you have uh, Melville, you have, uh, we have, in total now we have, uh, I believe 16 buildings because they opened up new buildings now. You have the new one in Maspiff that's right across the street. And you have the new one in uh, Fosterville. It's another building. So those that was 
Fosterville was 15, and the new building across uh, Dwayne Reed was number 16. So now we have 16 buildings, and um, so it's new it's new membership coming on, and you know how um, the company's hiring like crazy right now because of peak season. And um, in this, this ninth, like I, I get into this because, you know, it just winds me up into this. I talk about the buildings, and then I talk about the 9-5, and I'm all over the fucking place, you know. But anyway, um, just to get get you guys up to date, you know, the company is now doing this nine five bullshit that they want everybody in within the nine and a half hours. Uh, with me, you know, like I've been saying, they got me on an eight hour diet. I mean, I'm doing either eight hours exactly or I'm doing less than eight hours and I'm getting paid my guarantee eight hours. With that said, they also saving on me now because if I don't do eight and a half hours, I don't get my coffee, 15 minute coffee. So they saving money on that also. So I don't know what the company's up to with this nine five bullshit, but they're going to start OJSing a whole lot of people, a whole lot of members, even in a peak season to get you in a nine five. I don't know how they're going to do it on peak season when we out there, you know, delivering these packages and, uh, you know, giving um, service to the customers. I mean, if they rushing us and uh, and want us to come in, what service are we giving to the customers, you know? <laughs> but look out for, uh, they they doing that. They started in the Bronx and uh, they working their way through. I mean, a lot, I'm getting a lot of calls from a lot of centers that's saying that uh, they doing the same thing there. So if you haven't got it yet, you'll you'll be getting it soon with that nine five. Anyway, the number here is three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five. If anyone wants to speak about anything about this uh, contract or about. Uh, what's going on here in local 804? You feel free to call me at three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five. The phone line is open. You can call. You can speak. You can say whatever you want. Uh, you don't have to give your name. You could uh, just say you're an 804 member and speak your mind and and, and feel what you you're gonna do. I mean, what you think is going on here in local 804? I mean, I'm I'm, I'm having a problem with uh, this Facebook shit. I'm, I ain't really am. I really don't want to talk about it. I mean, if the guys that uh, put the post up and they want to call, it's hey, it's open. There's an open line here. Hold on a second. Union Power Radio. Good afternoon, Hector. This is Charlie from Aspen. Yo, what's up, Charlie? How you doing, brother? What's going on with you, brother? Over here, my. Daughter's soccer game, listening to you and uh, screaming on the field. <laughs> you don't get into no fights over there with the coach, okay? <laughs> I think I think we do enough fighting. I'm all I'm all fought out. Is she winning at least? No, only seven, only seven hundred, seven hundred kids showed up, and like the, the other team got like twelve. But wow. it's it's like two nothing. They're, they're losing right now. Oh boy. I hate to be the I hate to be the dad that tell you, listen, it's okay, you didn't lose. <laughs> you gotta buy her pizza right afterwards. Yeah, yeah definitely gotta feed her. So what's going on, man? What what's your take on this eight oh four and this week and this uh these elections with these um uh slates running and what do you feel about that, brother? 
know, without I being, think, without uh, being, you know, I, I, without I favoring, without without favoring any any slate that you have in mind that you're gonna vote because we don't need to know who you're voting for. Right. You know, everyone, you gotta understand when you get that ballot, it's a secret ballot. You could you could vote for whoever you want to vote for on that ballot. So I don't want to make it like this excitement that oh we are all you know vote for me because I'm running on experience matters. No. Do your homework and vote for whoever you feel that's right for that office. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I just didn't want to, uh, you know, make it sound like you know I, I wanted you to tell me who you're voting for because that's your that's your secret. That's your vote. Right. So I I think it's more imperative that we have this this talk. You know, like all all uh, principal officers actually uh, decide to come together so we can ask some questions because if you go by Facebook. Jeez, like, how, how do you even get, how do you even know anyone, you know? Because, yeah, you can read their bios, and of course the bios are going to favor the, the, the slate, but I think we got to really, like, ask questions to these people and see and, and see what, what's on their mind and see what they, you know, what they have uh, as far as vision for the for, for the members. And, you know, this weekend, it was just, you know, I, I, yesterday night, I'm like, what the hell's going on? You know, it was just one comment somebody made and then it just went out of whack 250 you know a story came out of it exactly and that that is crazy that's what i was saying before you know the person that posted you know got six likes from his friends but it was a 246 comments and and then you're just light you're just putting uh fuel to the fire there that's, because that's exactly what you're doing because it, he started with a match and it became a fucking disaster a forest fire. exactly <laughs> a forest fire. exactly and everybody wants to chime in into these these conversations because you know everybody wants to say this and that and that and, and the only thing you're doing is pissing off the next guy so the next guy is going to you know, comment, and then the guy that you, you comment in, in your opinion, you're gonna piss off Good this job, guy. Olivia. Sorry. Good job, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> she scored. Score. Go. <laughs> yes. You know, and and you see when if you if you decide to say, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on Facebook and I'm gonna decide who I'm gonna who, who I'm gonna vote for on Facebook. You, you know, you probably changed your mind about four times yesterday. Because exactly. You know, and and that's and and you can't rely on faith. You know, I, I comment here and there on Facebook. I, you know, I, I try, I, I don't, I don't really get involved in it, but I just made a comment yesterday. It was like, you know, you guys, really the guy's got to be stopped being so sensitive and, and realize that they, you're in a dog fight. Yeah. You know, like everyone, everyone, all the slaves think they're right. Exactly. All the slaves think that they're right for the job. Exactly. And it's us as the members to figure out who is right for the job. Right. And exactly. And you're not going to know by, you know, like I said, everyone, all these slates have their uh, websites. They have everyone has their bios on on individuals that are running with the slates. You know, if you know them, if you don't know them, then, you know, ask you. You have you have you can email them a question and any of those websites. You can email. Let them answer you. Let them see if it if it if it helps you. I mean, I, I put out a, a thing and uh, Charlie uh, I put out for the all four principal offices to come on the radio show, and I saw that, yeah. and you guys can uh, you know send questions to the what the heck at aol dot com email, and I'll take those questions because I I wouldn't want to do it live. I would like the questions that you need to for someone to ask and let each principal officer answer to their best of their knowledge. Right. And the only one that responded back to me, you know, was Vinny Perone that he says he's with doing it. I haven't got a response from Betancourt. I haven't got a response from uh, Danny. 
uh, Montala. I haven't got a response from John Guest. So those are the four principal offices. Listen, if they don't want to get on that, I got it. It's okay. They don't want to come on this format. But you still have the right to ask them questions. So if you go to their website, they have a email that you can ask them questions and they should be responding to you. And that's how you're going to get, I guess, the answers. Or you can call John Gass or, or when he comes to the gates because they are going to come to the gates now. You know, now is, uh, is, is election time. Uh, the ballots go out on November 28th. And this is the first time in the history of Local 804 that they narrow it down to three weeks that you have to vote. So you got to, as soon as you get that ballot, make your decision and mail it out right away because we only have three weeks to, uh, for the count. After that, it used to be four weeks. Now they gave us only three weeks. So it's going to be very critical that you guys, you know, get the ballot and mail it out. And if you don't get it that week, you have to call the the election supervisor and they're going to send you one right away for you can have your voice to vote. Because no vote, if you don't vote, then there's no there's no way for you to complain what happens next. Oh, it's not. It'll be too late. You know? Exactly. And I, I, I guarantee there's a lot of undecided votes. You know, it's it's. First of all, if you're gonna do your homework, it's four slates, and you gotta do your homework on four slates. Exactly. You know whether 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 you think Matava's not gonna win, you still you still gotta read about him. You know mm-hmm. you, you still some people listen. He when we was at the uh, at the uh, at the place, uh, you know the, the rally, I the, guess the, na- the nomination. You know, he, he, he had he has supporters. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's not like he you know he's not gonna get any votes. He has supporters. Yeah, well, he now, had retired. He had mostly retired people there. Uh, big up to the retirement. Nothing wrong with them by supporting him. But, you know, this is the tactic that he has. And and, and I, I hate to say it, but, you know, bring real members there that really support you. Don't bring retirees to, you know, to make the cheers go out. And they were acting like whips. You know, you ever you ever been to a yeah, convention? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> you know, hyping up the crowd. Yeah, boo them, boo them. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jail trader. You know, that, that was unprofessional. I'm becoming a, a principal officer. Right there, if you were in that audience right there, and let me say I wasn't in a slate, and I was just there to support whoever and i saw the prince the acting principal officer acting like that my choice is already done because i don't yeah. want a guy like that representing me like that because he's being the half away he's being childish he's not acting uh, as a principal officer that my professional yeah my choice would have been so right there he would not got my vote okay right there and that's what members need to look at how di- different individuals act that's going to be representing you. Remember, these we are going to the, the 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 executive board is going to be representing you, your future. You you want to be in that office, relax that you have good, you know, someone behind you that's going to stick up to you. It's going to not undermine your shop steward because this is the problem with these guys now. They're undermining a lot of shop stewards. And when I say undermining the shop steward, is that they are taking deals with the company, and the 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 shop steward could be fighting for the member because the the shop steward is the first line of defense. Right. So by you undermining a shop steward, you're undermining the whole membership, and that's not good. So I mean, like I said, you were there. Uh, you're not running with any slates, and but you 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 already know you're doing your homework, exactly right, Charles. You're doing your homework. 
That's right. Absolutely. You know, and that's what everyone should do. And everyone should go to these meetings. Everyone should have been at the nomination. It was a lot of it's a lot of members there at the nomination. Brothers and sisters were out there and I'm sure they saw the way this guy acted as the acting uh, principal officer. So you could imagine yeah. what's going on. Um, Charles, yeah. you didn't get nothing in the mail, did you, that says watch uh, dogs? No, nothing like that. Yo, this is crazy. I'm going to I'm gonna post it. They, they, they did a nice printout letter with the American flag and a gray background. It says watch dogs. And then at the end it says think before you vote. You and your local really? depends on it. You and your local. So that means this person that's sending this anonymous is sending it out to a lot of people. I don't know how he got my address, but whatever. It is what it so is. So someone, someone's acting independent or something? Yeah. like It's like they, they're telling us that uh, it, they put it. I mean, what I see is that he's telling that Montabo is not good for this local. Yeah. This is, I mean, he's saying that uh, his safety soldiers are getting more hours than the regular you know, driver. Who is? The safety. This is what he said. Oh. He said that, uh, this is what he said. The safety committee members are Montabo soldiers delivering the same messages that Danny does. Give the company what they want so you can get what you want. This is the message that they are sending out to the company. And this is what he said that Danny's saying. And, and for those members, it's a privilege. So really? this is, I mean, I'm going to put it on Facebook. You'll, you'll see it later. And matter of fact, maybe I should take a picture now for everybody can just read it because I don't want everyone thinking, oh, I'm talking out of my ass. But this is, I'm going to show you, uh, and I'm not going to show you my address. I don't know how he got my address. I'm, I'm bugging out with that alone, with the address. But this is the, the letter that was sent to me. And let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I can get a real good picture of it. All righty. All right, so I'm gonna put it now on uh, Union Power Radio uh, web pay, uh, the Facebook page, and I'm gonna put it on the election uh, page. Uh, I don't post in any other page, is because I don't want to get what happened this weekend with that, you know? Because these guys, as soon as you post something, you're against you're against them. So this is what I received in the mail. Is on right now. I'm putting it on um, the Union Power Radio page. And the uh, 2018 uh, 8:04 uh, election page. So if you wanna read it and look at it for yourself, this is what I got anonymous today uh, when I came back from Chicago. So what else? What else is good, uh, Charlie? Are you still there? Oh wait, wait, wait! I don't know what's going on. Hold on, let me. Hold on a second, Charlie. Going on. All right, I got you back on. I'm sorry, I had you disconnected. Say that again. I said, going back to this Facebook thing, I, I think there's a lot of trolling going on, and, and, and I think, and I think it's trying. I think the trolling has to do with trying to, try, just trying to alien, um, um, alienate, uh, mainly you guys probably, you know, because you guys got to eat other people, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, so I have to say, uh, some of you guys fell into it, you know, yeah. not all you guys, but not some of you guys support, into it, and, the, and the, it kind of the support kind of gave you guys, it kind of gave it a black eye. Yeah, you know, because it kind of it, it riled it riled it riled up the whole thing because everything was going calm, and everything was going smooth. It seemed, you know, it seems like you're gonna, you know, basically run away, you know, run away with it. 
Yeah, and another and another problem is this. You know, I don't when I see shit like that, I don't I don't respond to it because I think it's it's, it's childish. I think we we passed that stage in, in racism here. Uh, and I, I, I don't know why people are bringing it up. And, uh, you know, some supporters, I think it was uh, our supporter that, you know, brung up. But he didn't say anything wrong. He just said that someone called him and told him what was going on at, at Foster. And he just put it out there. He said he it's not like he put it out there that he put it on his own. So he, they took this shit so out of contact. You know, it, it's unbelievable which way they went with this. And it was so pathetic. It was so stupid. And and that's why, you know, you got to be careful what you post on Facebook, because not only your fellow members are watching, the company is watching every move we make on Facebook. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and they are fucking uh, having a great time with the shit that, you know, the shit that you put out there, you know, and you're going against a person that you don't know who he is and he don't know who you are. So it's just so stupid. You know, you know that he works, you know, that he's an 804 member, but you got to treat everyone with dignity and respect here. You want you don't you don't want a supervisor saying, well, why the fuck I should treat you with dignity and respect if your own fellow member and your own principals don't treat you with dignity and respect. So how do you fight that? You know what I'm saying? I think I think there's too much fighting. You know, it's, it's a lot of it's, it's a lot of energy, and and I think I think you know, hopefully it doesn't continue. But you know, everyone everyone is very sensitive to when it comes to race, and and it, and it, and it just showed because you know, one comment, two hundred fifty comments, mm-hmm. you know, it was just carrying and just carried on for the for the remainder of the night. Like literally, the remainder, it, it just took over the whole night. I you know, so, if it was me, if I was the administrator of that page. I would just cut it off. Just shut it down. Shut, yeah, it down. shut it down. And you know what? The administrator on that page should be um, monitoring the who's posting and who's going to post. You know, they have a button there that it can't be posted unless the administrator approves it. They should put that up because that's what I, I you know, on my yeah, on my page, on my page, I'm not going to let someone post about Charlie, you know, his his personal life. I'm not going to let that happen, so I will deny that. You know, if you're going to speak about positive stuff, if, about running a campaign or, and, 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 and telling them why we should elect this particular people, those particular members, to into office, then that's a positive message. But if you're going to be negative and be racist, you know, the administrators should put a, a block on that and should be approved to all those to all those comments. He if he feels that that comment shouldn't be out there, deny it. Deny the fucking comment. On uh on uh vote no uh the vote no page, they have over 20,000 members there. You cannot wow. post you cannot post something without the approval of the administration. Okay? So, if you if you're going to say negative stuff about somebody's personal life, you know, you know, you have the choice to either put it out there and approve it or deny it and don't approve it. Let them make their own page if they want to approve other certain things. But this particular one, this particular page is well known to 804. A lot of a lot of members go into that page, which is local 80, uh, teams to local 804 page. And he has now around 1,200 members 
that are that are in there from local 804. I don't know if all of them are local 804 members because you know uh, Jamie Haynes does a good job as far as uh, you know asking is this guy an 804 member? Is he an active member? He does a good job with that. That's why uh, Char Charlie Jordan gave him the uh, the power to do that. But I think they should stop the bullshit and approve what goes on that page. When it becomes negative, I think that should be. It shouldn't be there because the only thing you're going to do is just have a lot of people pissed off and it's going to be bullshit. And like I said, everyone's tough behind the keyboard. You know, everyone's tough behind the keyboard. Everybody, I, everybody's a tough guy behind the keyboard. And we don't want it to get to a point that when you see each other and you're like, oh, oh, that's you. And then yeah. something yeah. goes down and, and that shouldn't be the way. And. And that's why uh, that the administrator should just block and approve all everything that gets set in that page. And that's my opinion. You don't have to take it. But that's what I do on my page. On my pages, you cannot post anything without the approval of the administration. That's it. <sighs> so what's up, Charlie? What else is good, man? Uh, we went. Uh, we were campaigning last week. You saw us out there. You was on vacation yeah. or you was out there also? Yeah, I, I saw you guys out there. You know, uh, you, you, you guys, you guys been traveling. <laughs> you guys, oh yeah. You guys been what? Y'all been having like two buildings a day or something? Yeah, two buildings a day, and we uh, and then we all uh, left Friday morning to uh, Chicago to this TDU convention, uh, which is great classes, guys. I got uh, things to talk about about um, writing and uh, making sure you have all the right stuff um, in that office when you're representing a member. And uh, it, it opened up my eyes about a lot of things because there's a lot of things that members don't know that you got to get represented 100% with any executive board. Let me ask you something. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. What's the, what's the, what, uh, if you had to, you know, answer the question that most members are asking you, what would that, what is, what is the question that most members are more, are most concerned about? Well, when we were out, when we were out there in the gates, that's that's Charlie. You know what? That was, that was a big problem there because no one was asking any questions, and they they might have been asking uh, Vinny Perone the questions, but they wasn't asking me the questions, and that's a big problem also because I want to be asked. You know, you know, you know how you feel like you're the left out guy. Yeah, but it, yeah. it, they were always talking to Vinny Perone and, you know, uh, the 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 guys that are like the part timers. They were talking a lot of part timers were talking to the part timing guys. Um, <clears throat> and I would just greeting guys to come out. No one asked me any questions. But I mean, if they if they were to ask me a question, I would definitely answer whatever is the best of my knowledge, what I could do. And like I said, this job as a B.A. is not going to be is a easy job like everybody think it is you know you going from a shop steward that you represent 90 guys to representing 7,000 members you know it, it becomes uh you know you have to be for that challenge and like like i said uh i my my background is 12 years on the job i six years of shop steward i um i pretty much went to one arbitration in the whole time that i've been a shop steward um, and I won that arbitration. I mean, those are that's how I fight. And what am I gonna do? I'm gonna fight to say, hold on, I got another call. Union Power Radio. 
Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hello? Yes, Union Power Radio. You're live on the radio. What's up? Yeah, good afternoon, Brother Hector. I'd like to appreciate you and the whole EMS team for doing great things and representing the company and representing the steel teams as well. And I just called to put it out there that uh, Montavo, uh, better known as El Rato, he's the one that he's the one that purposely put out that that put out the information Friday night because when the person's on the committee, my good friend. And for, and former shop steward William Grove, who's on the committee, they all had a vote that day. Do not put that out there because that's not what they want to accept it. Only him and the other snake, Walter Kane, wanted to purposely put that out there just to get people to want to vote. And they made sure they highlighted all the good part, like the pension, so that people could get tricked into thinking that's a good contract. You're no, it's a POS. You're, you're absolutely right. I think uh, what he put is a political move that he made with Walter Kane. Um, and, I, you know, that, that doesn't mean anything. You know what he's telling us there? That this is what they offer, but we're not going to go back to the tables. We're not taking anything. I mean, I got an inside saying that the $500 for the pension, they didn't want anything but two things, and which I, I'm glad that the committee uh, put their heads together and voted no on it. They wanted flex time during the uh, week, and they wanted the double time on Sunday to be taken off. That's what I heard. Now, reading this letter is, is totally different what I heard. And, and, and for him to put it out there... I don't know. I just don't. I, I don't get it. It's, I think it's a political move. Edwin thought it was a political move because he said that the five hundred for the increase was there, and uh, also I heard that we might be losing the five hundred if we don't say yes to this contract to this uh, supplement. So, what was your read on it? Uh, well, my read on it was that, and then I'm up. There was also good thing. Like I said, good thing I had two people on the inside of that that were on that committee giving me the heads up. One who wasn't there Friday, who gave, who wasn't there, which was Phil, Phil Montanara, also a big supporter, you guys, and William Grow, who was there, who gave me the information. Then I came in Friday, he gave me the information, like, this is what we said, this is all we're asking for. He said, the only thing we let him know, hey, Sunday's off limits. Sunday has to be double time. And then Montavo's like, hey, guys, why don't we accept it? And I'm up there like, uh, is, he out of, is he out of his mind? He, he thinks it's good to sell the unborn just, for, just, to earn, just to earn his little piggy pat in the back from Hoffa. And then after you had a few people there who was trying to lean toward, yeah, we should accept it and put it out there for a vote, William Groves sat up there with Phil Montanaro, this is, this is his account, and told him, gave, broke down the reasons why, why we shouldn't accept this, why the, why the pension think he said, well, we can get that anyway. The money's there. We can get that anyway. You don't need to worry about this. That's absolutely and right. The stuff that they're losing. And then after that, Montavo got apparently got had a pissing contest, got mad, and said, yeah, yeah, we're not going to put it out there. And then Friday night, well, literally, while I'm at, while on my lunch break, talking with, talking, talking with William Rowe, uh, I'm showing him the email right now. And he's like, are you serious? We just told him not to do that. He said... And I don't know what saying is, you know, of course, if you read the little thing, he says you can reply to the hall. I replied to the hall and gave him this message. He said, tell Montalba said he can go fuck himself. Tell him William Rowe said to go fuck himself. Wow. From, the from the committee, he said, go fuck himself for putting that information out there that wasn't supposed to go out because he knew that we're not going to accept it. 
So he, so Montawa was there telling the committee that we should accept this this offer, and I guess run with it. And uh, so the committee was, they, they were like totally against it. Right. Well, and, so then he put, some, and then he puts it out. Convincing. And then he puts it out. Exactly. Against the committee. Exactly. You know what? The committee, I, I, I applaud you guys. But, dude, this is, what, this is what he's doing. You know, he, he told you to your face to the committee, and he lied to you again. He lied to the membership because you guys are members at the committee. He lied to say that he's not going to put it out. He's not going to do it. And he did it anyway against what you guys didn't want. Do we want a guy like that making those choices? Because I guarantee you, Walter Kane probably, because Walter Kane wrote that letter. It was no way Danny Montalvo wrote that letter. It was kind of funny you mentioned that because Billy Grow and knowing him, and you know him, knowing him, he's in, and I can believe him word for prayer. He said he told Walter Kane to his face, go fuck yourself with this contract. He said, how dare you want to insult their members by bringing this back to them? You should be ashamed of yourself. Can't believe and that. And why are you here anyway? Exactly. You know, it just proves. You know, Matama just proves that he he he's gonna he's just he, you know he's just a, a gunslinger. You know, he does whatever he wants. He's not gonna take the advice, you know, of of the majority. He's just gonna he's just gonna do what he wants. And that's not acceptable here in Local 804 because we have a voice here in Local 804. And every member, it's not going to have this guy become, put this shit as a Hoffa local and then make a dictatorship out of this local. And that's exactly what Hoffa does in other locals. He dictates what he wants done. And this is the way it is. If you don't like it, then get the fuck out. You know, you walk the other way. If you're not with them, you're against them. So that, that is crazy. And I feel bad for the committee that did a, that's doing an excellent job, Kamal, uh, that's doing an excellent job in informing the membership. But this letter here, I guarantee you it was a political fucking move because you got a lot of guys that want that $500 pension. And they don't give a fuck because, you know, once that $500 gets into effect, they, you know, who cares about the newbies? They get in that. They get in that five hundred, and they're gonna retire right after that shit goes get ratified, and I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Members of Local 84, listen, we are in it together. We have to be on the same page. You know, because you want that five hundred dollars gonna be there. We have the money for that five hundred dollar increase. Okay, we don't have to take shit for it. We don't have to give up shit for it. Is the problem is that we have Montabo there, not making ways with the company, and the company is taking full advantage of this fucking situation, okay? Because we could get that five hundred without giving anything up. So he needs to stand his ground, like the committee, because I know the committee is standing their ground and saying "fuck this, fuck that, fuck this." Members, you guys on, he put it on the uh, the web page, the teams to local eight hundred four dot or. Go on there, go on the bottom of the letter and respond to him, his letter. Tell him like this, like this member, fuck them all. Fuck this. You ain't going to tell us what we're going to take just because you say it. Just because he said this uh, a while back with the, you know, we're going to take it and run with it type of shit. <laughs> Which he still tries to deny. He still tries to deny this is that we edit his voice. That's you know that's what he wants members to do. He wants if he could get the members. I'm I'm sure he's telling Hoffa. Listen, 
give me a couple of weeks. I'll get the members to say yes to the supplement. I'll get them to say yes because that's that that's the response he has to be. He has to do because you know the uh, officers are, are telling him, get your local to agree to this before we could just move forward. You know, so he's gonna do anything and anything to impress Hoffa to get us to vote yes to this contract. And I'm telling you right now, listen to Kamar on the on Facebook. He's he's asking for help. He's asking for guys to be at the gate to vote this contract. No, he already says. He don't like it. The committee don't like it. And if the committee don't like it, I don't like it. What? What's? What, what else you think? Like I told you, I'm sorry. Like, like right. I said, like I said on Facebook, I cannot wait for them to come to the building during my shift to campaign. And I hope there's somebody out there with a camera to record exactly what I'm asking him. And I want to see the deer in the headlights move like he has it every meeting. We ask him a hard question that he doesn't feel like answering. Exactly. And he should be a, he should be embarrass himself. That's the reason why I make my statement that the entire board, everyone in the front should not be able to run. They should all be embarrassed by this. Exactly. I will be embarrassed by it. I feel embarrassed by it. And I'm not even on the board. Exactly. And I'm I'm embarrassed that they they even running after the three years that passed that they was horrible. You know, your your Edwin didn't know what he he said it in that uh recording that uh that was out there. He said that you know it 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 took him three years to realize what he was doing in that board. A principal office shouldn't take three years. There's training out there. There's there's classes that you could know how to run a local union. Okay, they failed to do that. They failed. They failed that they had three hundred years of experience and they ran with it. And they ran, and they and the the ones that got the short end of the stick was the membership. We got fucked the past three years. People, we even walked out. And I'm not saying that any executive board that comes in now in January, um, uh, you know, the management is going to test them too. There's going to be people getting tested. Oh. Oh, I remember how it was with Tim and Tim took over for Howie. So we, ex I would expect the company to get the brush back. Of course. But there's one thing that I can, that you can dig is a direct quote from me. If the, the current board used their energy, like they went at the old board to bring them up on charges at the company, we would have been better. We would have had a better three years. They used that same energy they took to make sure this one can't run. This person can't come to a meeting. We'd have what we, we would be in a better position right now. But they didn't. They used all that energy for something just for, just for, just for their own ego and vanity rather than go help the membership. Exactly. I mean, if you're going to promise the members that you're going to do this, this, that on your campaign and give everyone hot dogs and burgers and say that you, you, you're the right person for this campaign, you have to live up to what you promised the membership. That's why they elect you. That's why you got the votes that you got, because people were relying, the members were relying on you uh, keeping that promise. And your first... Your, when you got into office, the, your your main thing was to go after the, the 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 old executive board, and then you forgot about the membership. And now that is now now that the membership is fed up with you, and this is ninth inning, and all of a sudden you want to be, you know, walking with with, with walking arms. Like, oh yeah, fuck the three years that just passed, but now this election time, now you want to be involved with the membership, and that's a What's bull. Up, my bro? Oh, that's some, I'm sorry, I wrote, <laughs> put the wrong number, uh, button. Uh, but that's a boo for me. So, it is what it is. Uh, I'm not going to ask you who you voting for, but I'm sure you're doing your homework on one of the four slates that are running. 
Um, and uh, I hope everyone's doing the same thing as doing their homework with uh, the slates that are running. Uh, the sad part is, I hope the the two slates who we don't want, who I know for a fact I don't want, they're doing their homework. Because if they start talking to every part timer that has three years or more, everything they say is things out worse after the last three years. What a coincidence! I wonder why things got worse after the last three years. And you also got to ask this question to uh, uh, members that are coming out of the gates: How many uh, slate? personnel are there when they are greeting you and telling you and giving you a flyer to vote for them see how many are there together now when you have a whole slate at a door at the gate all together as one you know that they got their shit together but if you have a slate that has one or two people just giving you flyers go ask them where's the rest of the slate why everybody not together here why I why I'm I'm talking to two people from uh two members from the slate and not all thirteen. What if I gotta ask this guy a uh, question? Why he's not here? You gonna answer for him? You know, you gotta ask that. If you don't have everything together, then you don't. That slate is not the slate that you want. You know what I'm saying? Because I see Benton Court out there with three members, and those are three members of the, the that they're in in office now. But you know what? What happened with the other the other ones that he brought into his slate? The other ten of uh, eleven guys. Why are they not out there? You know, you got to ask that question. We took we took my slate. I'm not trying to fucking put my slate out there, but experience matters. We all had our vacations all together. We we, we was out there last week all week, hitting two buildings a night, and we 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 worked together. But you got to ask that question. If you're going to have one guy from one slate standing outside giving you a T-shirt and giving you a flyer, where's the rest of the slate? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, wouldn't you, if, if, you're coming out, if you're coming out of the gate and you have one person there with a T-shirt and a flyer giving you your know, vote for And a pizza? Is there going to be a pizza there as well? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You, you might put it out of his pocket. <laughs> but the thing is that you, you got one guy there and you say, you vote for our slate. Okay? Where are the rest of you guys? You know what I'm saying? Some some members want to ask questions. I mean, and you have every right to ask questions when you see a guy out there in the gates giving you flyers and uh, giving you a T-shirt. Ask him. Ask him whatever question you feel you need to ask that particular person. I I'm telling you right now, when we was out there, Vinny was being approached by a lot of members that have balls. Members, either regular drivers, not even in the political in the political mix of it, they were just asking very serious questions to uh, Vinnie Perone. They were asking him hardcore questions, and Vinnie Perone was answering all those questions. You know, and they had and those and those members, if they wanted to ask anybody, because we introduced all all of us. I'm the B. I'm going to be a B. I'm running for vice president. I'm running for the recording secretary. I'm running for, you know, uh, secretary. We were all there, so they had us to talk to everyone. Hold on, I got another call. Hold on. U Union Power Radio. Hello? Union Power Radio, you're on the air. Hey, what's up? Uh, Anthony Rosario with uh, Foster Avenue. Oh, what's Fort? up? You have Charlie and uh, who's the other guy on the... F I don't know. This is Kia. It's Kia, yeah. We'll keep it like that. <laughs> so, uh, what's up, Anthony Rosario? 
Hello? Yeah, yeah. Are you on you on the air, Anthony? Okay, cool. Yeah, hey, what's, what's up? up? What's up? How you doing, Papa? All right, and you? Yeah, man, I'm good. Um, I'm just calling up. Yeah, I'm just calling up because of the because yeah, I hear every yeah. Um, basically, uh, you know, uh, a lot of the guys I went down to Forty Third Street to help some of the guys campaign uh, with Dave Sinfern and Vinny Perone, and uh, I noticed, you know, sometimes the the young, the part time employees, a lot of them are tough to get to. And I feel that uh, that that's where 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 we're losing the votes. Um, a lot of these part timers, man, there's a huge disconnect between between us and them, and especially the uh, the employees that work late at night, uh, the the unloaders, the the part timers that work late at night. Um, we gotta get, we gotta somehow find a way to reach these guys. You know, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean. I, I they they feel it because you know I I see it when they coming out uh, of of the center and with their head down you know they just want to get the hell out of there they don't care about what union how they in the union uh what you know they just get a deduction taken out of, and this is what I a class that I had uh this weekend at the TDU convention organizing and organizing is you have to you have to you have to get these guys involved you have to get these members involved no matter if they don't want to get involved you got to get them to get involved and uh, you know it's up to us the membership not up to any slates it's up to us the membership to embrace these guys and talk to them about the union so they can get more involved with the union and it's not happening here it's not happening anywhere anywhere in the united states is the same problem we're not only having yeah, it here in local 804 i agree with you 100 percent. i mean that's the problem i mean when they we had the whole election and everybody's talking about the ninety-six thousand votes i mean i'm pretty sure the majority of those votes were full-time drivers or full-time employees um, we're lacking the numbers, and the reason we're losing these battles are they, they want to try to implement this bullshit as two-thirds law that they've never implemented before, by the way. I feel it's because, you know, we have to reach these part-timers. We had a guy, I tried to stop this kid at 43rd Street just to, you know, because I was talking to everybody who was coming through, speaking about experience matters. And uh, this kid just looked at me, and he literally walked right past me. And I was like, hey, man, this is about your future. You know, you're, you're in a union. This is your pension. He just kept on walking. Like, he didn't even care, put his hoodie on, and just walked right away from me. And you know what's and, the problem? I, I'm not trying to force anybody to, to pay attention or anything right. like that, but the least you could do as a member is is at least listen and try to, you know, <laughs> be proactive. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was very offended. And, you know, and, they, and they pay for this. You know, they, they it's, not like, it's not like they're not benefiting from this. They, they're paying for this service. They're paying for people who care to, yeah. to stand out there, you know, and, and, to, and to let you know exactly. It's coming out your check whether... Whether you agree with it or not, it's coming out of your check, so you should just might as well get involved anyway. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Do your homework. You know, try to figure out who, which one of these guys you want to run with. Pick a team. You know. Yeah, but the and, problem. And, and you know, that's another thing I wanted to discuss. If you don't mind, Hector. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I also saw on Facebook a lot of talk about bullet voting and the advantages and the disadvantages of the bullet voting, and I just want to share my personal story. And uh, back a few years ago, when Eddie Vigalta was running again, there was fourth place running. And, uh, you know, I'm one of the guys that I love. Tim, I had a, you know, Tim Sylvester to me was doing a pretty good job. I, I understand that a lot of people feel that some of the members may have lacked the, the, the strength and the toughness that they wanted. But I feel as far as uh, economics go and, and taking care of the union hall in that way, they did a great job. Um, 
my thing is this. I like Tim Sylvester and his guys, and there were a few guys on that slate that I wasn't too comfortable with, but whatever. I decided I'm going to bullet vote. I'm going to take Tim and put some of the guys in that I like on Tim's slate, and then I'm going to bullet vote some of the other guys that I feel should get in. And to me, that was me, you know, learning from experience, biggest mistake I ever made because obviously you had Liam Russett that was, that was running along there. You had the Bueller guys, and again, you had Eddie Vigalta. And I feel that because of guys like me that bullet voted because they didn't want the whole slate, these guys were able to get enough slate votes to get this guy to Ed Vigalta to slip in there. Exactly. And I was very disappointed, and because of that, it's been three years of horrendousness. You know, and I just urge everybody who's out there, man. I mean, seriously, pick a team. Forget the bullet voting. A bullet. You know, pick, uh, I'm sorry. The bullet. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. But go and, ahead. And I, and I, and I appreciate your opinion. And the thing is that bullet voting is a waste of vote, especially yeah. when you have four slates running. If you, especially if you had two slates running, bullet voting might work. Might work. It might work better than four slates running because if you right, bullet again, vote with four slates, exactly. Yeah. If you bullet vote, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna explain the how they calculate the bullet votes and uh, a slate uh, votes, and it's it's fucking weird. And I, I I had to learn this. Now listen, if you get uh, let's say a slate gets 500 votes, okay, just the slate, and you get a bullet vote of 50 of 50 guys. Okay, so that that 500 is added on to the 50. So that particular person, that particular member gets a vote of 550 votes. Okay, because right. the, the, the slate votes gets added to whatever votes that individual got. If you bullet voted for him. Now, yeah. if you just bullet voting and you are um, and the slate. And the slate, you know, you're not on the slate. You're running individually, or whatever the case may be. You're not going to get as much votes for that for that particular person. So that that vote is a waste of vote when it's running when it's running with four in with four slates. So you know, members got to understand that that you it's might think, yeah, you're not going to get your your dream team from. You're going to pick a guy from each. Uh, each uh, slate. You're not gonna get your gene team, especially when it's four slates running. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I urge every member that's out there listening to your show, man. I mean, do your due diligence. Go out there. Do the inform. Get the information. Do your homework and make sure that you vote for a team. And if you feel that these guys aren't perfect, I mean, listen. Nothing in the world is fucking perfect. I mean, we got... I, I'm sorry. I don't know if you could curse on this show. Uh, you sure <laughs> could. This is internet. You could curse wherever you could say whatever the fuck you want here. I mean, My wife is here. You feel oh, I'm sorry. Strongest, I'm sorry. <laughs> the strongest members or candidates, just, just let... You know, just pick the guys who you still have the strongest candidates. The more stronger candidates, those are the ones that you should be voting for. That's the bottom line. Exactly. But uh, okay. as far as what Anthony was <laughs> saying... <laughs> Well, as far as what Anthony was saying, you know, he's he's absolutely right. The bullet voting, he did it before, and how did it turn out for you, uh, Anthony, with the bullet voting? It didn't go well at all, man. It didn't go well at all. Eddie Vigalta got in there, and look what happened. Three years of this bullshit. I mean, I'm very, I, and I know there were a lot of people like me doing the same thing. You know, wow. And and, and think about it. Tim Sylvester only lost by a, a even if you didn't seventy want votes. Tim Sylvester in there. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is, I know, and everybody out there has to know, he would have did a much better job 
than what Eddie Vajal has been doing up to this point. I mean, come on. And let's be a, real. It was a lesson learned, too, because, you know, what's happening to in, in our local now happened with Tim Sylvester. You had Liam splitting up with Tim Sylvester. So they were yep. taking votes from each other, and this is what's yep. happening here right now. These guys are taking exactly. votes from each other. They shouldn't be in the race. It should be this is who should be in the race. Eight hundred four rise up. Experience, experience matters versus the uh, the executive board that's in there now. That's that should that's be me. that should be that should be right now uh, in the in the ballots. But no, these guys are splitting up because they don't like each other. You know, they hate each other. Well, they were there for three years together. So what makes it things if any of them win, they're going to treat any any of them, you know, like a member? They're not. They're going to hate each other still. Yeah, that's right. So why would yeah. we want... It's going to implode just like it has just like it has now. How many, how many, how many, you know, how many people went their own way and, that, and that's and that stayed alone? Mm-hmm. And then Edwin, you know, he has no say now because he's suspended for three years, but he's out there telling, you know, and, and he had a remark that they were out in Massbiff campaigning, the experienced managers were campaigning, and Betancourt was campaigning together. They were getting along together. You know, they were talking, you know, Vinny was talking to uh, to Betancourt. They was, it was all good until Eddie came out of the car and said, oh, those are the real Teamsters, and pointing to to a Betancourt. What do you mean they're real Teamsters? That means we're not real Teamsters? That the members are not real Teamsters? They got to be real Teamsters? I mean, come on. Really? You are uh, the principal officer that got booted out, and you're going to talk that way? That's unprofessional, and that's what we have there now. We have unprofessional uh, guys running this local, and we need to change that. That's exactly right, and this is why where we are, where we are today, and it's not, and it's not right. And I just wanted to clarify something up also. Uh, like you said earlier, Edwin was running and pulling the Latino race card, right? I just want to put it out there. I'm one of the Puerto Ricans who did not vote for Edwin because he was Puerto Rican. <laughs> race has nothing to do. Actually, with he's not. Oh, he's not Puerto Rican. No, he's uh, he's he's Argentina, right, or something like. Uh, Argentina, yeah, he's not Puerto Latino, Rican. Whatever. It, it wasn't. I wasn't voting for him because he was a Latino. I was voting for him on on. I was voting for Tim Sylvester because I felt when you come to these elections, you're voting for someone. You're not voting for them for their color or their race or whatever it is. You're voting for that's them true. on what they've accomplished, what they've done up to this point. And for anybody to to think that that's going on or. I would hope that the members are smarter than that. I would hope that the members that, that are out there are paying attention and doing their homework and they're not worrying about whether who's Spanish, white, black, green, yellow, because that shit doesn't matter. Exactly. That's right. It doesn't matter. It's can do the job. It doesn't matter. This local 804 is, has a lot of races, you know, a lot of, you know, race. You have black, you have white, you have Puerto Rican, you have Hispanic, you have Mexican, you have Argentinians, you have uh, uh, um, Russian. You have all kinds of races. You know, it, and it, should, it, it, it should make you feel good that a company hires such a, you know, <laughs> such a wide range of, uh, of course, you know, so a race car should never even be played. Like, exactly. you know, no one should have even fell into that, you know, this, this weekend because... You know, we're, we're, we're just like this big melting pot full of different, you know, you, you, you walk down there and, and, you, and, you know, you walk to your center, you probably hear five different, six different languages walking to your center alone. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Languages, accents. I mean, we even got the Chinese are coming in. Yeah. The Japanese yeah. guys, the Russians are there. 
you got all the Caribbean folk, you know. My it, center. It's a well diverse crowd of people, and we all respect for the most just part. In my, just we, in my center we alone. for the race car, you know. Yeah. It, it's a shame on us to fall in for the race and, car. And it's a shame on the, uh, whoever posted that, that it, 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 it's, it's all about race and, and this and that. You know, it's a shame that we are going through that stage here in Local 804 because we, we have a guy that, that pulled that race car again. Um, I'm not going to mention his name, but he put it on Facebook. He took it down because he knew he went over his uh, his uh, line. So, but we shouldn't be doing that, you know, because if this certain person wants to run for a principal officer, it it shouldn't be that way. Go by his merits, what he could do to this local that's going to make it better for this local. That's what you go by, not the skin color, not where he's from. Go for what he's going to do for this local, what he's going to do, make it better, because we do need a change. Definitely need a change yeah, from these guys that are so in there now. let me ask you something, Hector. Yes. Um, maybe these guys don't participate, but when can you get Vinny? You know, to, to answer some of the questions that the member when, have. Whenever, when, whenever. I, I think even though these, these these if these guys don't have it, maybe we should set a date for next Saturday. You know, and I, let, let the members. Let I the send members, out. Uh, you know, I send out you a know, message. I think you posted it on Facebook, right? About I, I did. Where they can send their questions to. Yes. And let and, and we'll and we'll just let let Vinny answer all these questions. Yeah. And, and like I said to all the members out there, if you have any questions for uh, Vinny Perone that he's willing to answer any questions, even if you see him in the gates and you're walking out, ask him that question. If you want to do it here, you could do. You could send an email, a, a question to the the What the Heck Show at AOL dot com, and I will take all those questions and ask every individual that will call up as a principal officer, even if you want anyone that you want on the slate, on, as far as my slate, the way I'm running with, they're willing to get on the radio and answer any questions. They are willing. Uh, that, that sounds great. Because and, I, have, I, have, I have questions yeah, for you guys. You know? I mean, a lot of what's going on, believe it or not, on Facebook and all this stuff that's going on is because some of the other slates have not been out there really speaking about what they're going to do or moving forward. Like, if anybody was trying to say or whoever it was that made the comment of these people voting because of this guy is, is Spanish or this guy's black or whatever the case is, it's probably because those particular group of individuals or whatever slate it is isn't saying anything. They're not hearing from them. They don't know what they're doing moving forward. And then people are talking, saying, you know what, maybe these guys are just trying to run on that because we haven't heard anything from them. Who is this guy? What are these people doing? Exactly. So right. use people, and this is the kind of shit that goes on. Exactly. Absolutely. We need complete transparency. We need complete That's transparency. Right. If you're running a slate, go out there, tell the members how. I mean, at least EMS, who, yeah, I'm supporting, but I'm not just saying this because of that. They were out there. They had a meet and greet. They had you to, you were able to go up. They had a panel set up. You were able to speak on the panel. You were able to ask questions. I mean, Jamie Haynes was out there asking a whole, you a know, whole you lot know, of they, questions. They going on the hard hitting questions. Yeah, Jamie hard -hitting. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, these are the things we need. Obviously, the other place, I haven't seen that or anything like that. These guys are organized. They're ready to go. Obviously, these are the guys I would want to vote for. I mean, if these guys up out there that are running other slates feel differently, then have a meet and greet. Let us come meet you. Let us come talk to you. Let us ask the questions. We're not getting anything by just guys screaming on Facebook, ooh, you should go with this. That's right. Because right. Of this. You exactly. should go with this. You're not, you're not going to win the Facebook battle. No. No. You never no. will. I mean, every we lose with that battle, with the Facebook battle. Yeah, you definitely lose with that battle. Because I, I, I think, I think, I think you, you guys should issue yourselves a gag order. 
This is this is this is this is what the company's doing to us when they they look at that Facebook. <laughs> they're, they're, they're laughing their ass off when they see that we're battling against each other. That's why we're never gonna get anything accomplished, and they're not gonna give us anything, you know, because they think that this local eight hundred four is a joke, and 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 it, and it affects me as a shop steward because when I'm in that office, they I don't know if they're looking at me that oh. oh, oh you're gonna represent this member. You're you're a fucking whole locals a fucking joke. We can't have that. We have to be serious, and we're gonna have to fight this company with the fucking with the with, with balls and, and and tell them that we we ain't no joke. So that Facebook shit should stop. I mean, I I mean, I'm gonna be the first one to admit. Back in 2015, I was one of those guys that put memes up, and I thought it was funny. I thought people were calling all oh, that shit was funny, and you know, Alejandro was doing it. You know, a lot of guys were doing it. And and I look back now and I say I was a fucking you know, I was fucking stupid and immature for doing that shit. You know? Yeah. But but you live and you learn. Know, not to just like kids or anything, Hector, but um I was also wondering, um, I feel like um these guys now we're talking about local seven oh five going on strike and people are talking about the mm -hmm. straight uh guys going on, on strike now. Right. Um I was just reading on because I I'm on a few of the Insta pages, not just the local eight oh four page. I on one of the vote no uh, local vote no campaign pages, I noticed that uh some of these freight guys have to travel some serious distance to vote. Some of them are driving up to two hundred miles to place a vote. Yes. And and it's like almost being done so that they get a low vote count. Like these guys are are, are it looks like they're in a serious struggle here just to even get their votes out so they can get this this uh, strike authorization or, or whatever it is they're doing. And, wow. you know, if Danny Montalvo was was uh, was was uh, a true local AO4 Teamster guy, I would think he would have put out a statement to make sure that nobody crosses any picket lines or, or make sure that if they go on strike, they back, we back them up. Like, I just feel like uh, not enough is being said about this. These... Between local 705, one compost and all that, and, and the freight guys going out on strike, I feel that that can impact what's going on here, this movement going forward. Exactly. But you know what? That's it, it, a perfect example of a, what a, what Hoffa does to try to get the members not to uh, get affected. You know, you have Hoffa uh, halls, uh, some locals that they put their general membership meeting during the week for no one could get to it when they're ready to pass bylaws because they only need two pe two our members to pass a bylaw so what they do they schedule their membership meetings on on a wednesday or on a thursday so then uh, you know the members can't reach to the local because of uh, the bylaws oh, wow. they're gonna pass but that's that's the half away that's the way they do things and i'm afraid that this guy uh um Danny Baxter Montabo is following the direction with Walter Kane. We, the members, voted Walter Kane to get out of this local, this cancer that we have here. And, he, you know, he slapped us in our face by bringing him back. Because Eddie didn't want him and the members didn't want him, but he wanted to, you know, slap us in our face. Oh, it's only right that he continue negotiating our contracts. Really? I mean, how do you guys feel about Walter Kane coming back with uh, Danny Montalvo bringing him back? Well, the members decided that he shouldn't be there, you know, and, and Montalvo went against the members. What, what makes you think he's going to do anything different if, he, if he's reelected again? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I agree completely. No way. 
it's, it's this 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 is just ridiculous um i mean uh, as members we we work hard you know we we put in our votes we we showed them what we felt yeah it wasn't the, the percentage that they expect that they they're saying that wasn't going to complete the two-thirds or whatever it was but at the end of the day we voted no and we won that and they've never implemented the bylaw before there's no reason for them to do this now um i mean you feel like you're being spit in the face i mean you know, it's like what, you're paying a union for what, you know? What are they doing for you? Well, what, what's the point of, of, of having a union job? And, and as you guys know, man, union jobs are hard to find these days. Yeah. Since the 80s, the, unions, the union jobs are declining, man. It's like they're trying to eliminate us. It's like they don't even want unions anymore. We have to put, put forward these unions. We have to fight for more union jobs. We have to fight for more. For more you know, it's bigger than us. It's, it's, it's happening all over the nation to teachers, to iron workers. To, uh, I mean, it, it's just out of control now. And I think it's, it's time the Teamsters, especially Local 804, being at the forefront because we're a tough, we're, the Teamsters are a tough lo- union. And, and, and Local 804 is one of the biggest. Exactly. There's no reason why we can't show la pelota, you know, as they say, the balls to, 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 to get out there and get in front of this thing, you know, and, and have everybody see. We lead by example, you know? No, And I'm hey, going to tell you, we, we do lead by was, example because I was at the TDU convention this weekend, and this is a convention that everyone goes there from, from California all the way from the Midwest. Everybody goes there. Matter of fact, Tyler was there this weekend. Big up to Tyler. Uh, the guy that yeah. did that video that got over 100,000 views. He was there, and, uh, and and let me tell you something. A lot of a, a lot of members from different locals came up to us. Huh? Uh, a lot of members from other locals came up to uh, all of the local 804 members and saying that we look up to you guys. You know, now we're getting that respect that we used to get back in the day when. We will. Uh, we, I went to conference. And they were like, "Oh, when you wore that 804 jacket, everybody, oh, you good. You guys are good. You guys, we respect you." And now, now we're getting that respect back, and we have to uh, educate the membership of what uh, Teamsters is all about, man. And these these conference that I go to is 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 nothing but Teamster love, bro. And 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 I need. And I'm not just saying it. You know, it's expensive. I pay about $500 to go to this conference. But still, you know, whoever gets into office got to educate the members, got to send members out there to experience this education and the and and what is a union all about, man. Hey, Hector. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I definitely want to go to the next one because I saw... Uh I saw some of the videos. I spoke to some members. I mean, Tyler, especially Tyler Bender. Yeah. It, it seems like they have these great lawyers in place that are speaking and telling you guys how to basically take on some of the harassment that's yes. going on and how to defend your members. And, yes. and yeah, I, I, that, that's something that everybody definitely should, should look at trying to do or, or at least, you know, if you can save up a few dollars and try to get to one of these conventions, because I definitely want to go to the next one. Yeah. I mean, hey, and, yeah, go ahead. There, what, what, was there any truth to that? Uh, to that uh, that retirement that happened? Uh, I think it was Thursday or Friday, and, and that the, the EB slate went. With I, the retirement I'm going to tell you. I'm going to. I'm going to tell you what what went down. I got a call on that day uh, from a business, my business agent, and he says I'm at the hall. And I said, "Okay, what are you calling me to check in that you're at the hall?" He says, "No, it's something weird here." And I was like, "What's weird about being at the hall?" He goes, "There's nobody here. Everyone should be here." And it was about two thirty in the afternoon, and I said, "Okay." I said, "So where are they?" And and the BA that's in there said, "You know, can I get a shirt for They might. They might be." 
they might be at the DD's party. I was like, who's DD? What's her name? I don't know. Is she a, a, a secretary? And he was like, <laughs> Dan Daly. He said, he said, DD, I don't know who's Dan, because I don't deal with Dan Daly. So I, when he said DD, I thought it was a female. They went to a birthday party or whatever the case may be. He goes, no, they went to her uh, retirement party for DD. And I was like, who's, who the fuck is DD? And then he explained who DD was. And I was like, wow, that's fucking funny. And it, it so happened to be that uh, Santiago was going there to pick up a voucher for his uh, daughter's eyewear. And he went to the parking lot to park his car. And the parking lot was completely empty. Like, no cars was there. But the BA that called me, this car was there. And that, that I don't know. I can't confirm that they went there. I try to confirm it. I try to ask uh, people they seen them at that party. But I could tell you this much: uh, Tom Murphy is real, real good friends with uh, Dan Daly. I mean, like they go to dinner together, type of shit. You know, they 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 family knows each other, so I I wouldn't doubt if they did go to that party. I I can't confirm it. I can't say they did or they didn't. But whatever, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But this is this is the kind of uh executive board that you can't you can't you can't be doing that with management when you're fighting the company for the membership and then you're having you know a a farewell party for them that's that's that that's not cool man oops wrong button so i can't really confirm it i can't i only could tell you what i know and this is what i this is what happened uh, when the BA called me and told me about they were then at the hall, they were at the DD party, a retirement thing, and uh, no one could confirm it. So uh, to this day, so I really don't care at this point. So what else is new, man? What are you, what are you guys up to with the local eight hundred four? How's it going and uh, this negotiation stuff? Well, the one thing I would like to say is I think it's important for everybody to know. That uh, if these guys do go on strike, the freight or local 705 or any of these guys do go on strike, I think everybody should know in the contract we do not have to. UPS cannot force us to put to cross picket lines. UPS cannot force us to do any work that has anything to do with dealing with them. And I think it's important for the members to know that this way we support our brothers in solidarity, and we don't have to. Uh, and and you're not you're not forced to do anything like that. I remember a couple of years ago back when uh, Verizon was striking. UPS was sending supervisors in uniform over to the Verizon yeah. to cross the Verizon. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I don't even remember, heck, they were trying to, you know, blame us. Like, oh, look, UPS is crossing our picking yeah. lines. Like, no, it wasn't us. And they had to, you know, make sure they made an apology because they knew at the end of the day we weren't doing that. Right. Management was doing that. Right. And that, and that puts us at risk too, you know, when they do that, and when they, when you have, when you, when you have a strike, and let me tell you something, you, when they're not making any money, and they gotta support their family, and they striking for the right, for the for for getting a better contract, a better health thing, and when you have management crossing with that with that uniform. And they thinking it's us. We're at danger because we could be out there just delivering a package and a guy could be like, you motherfucker, you crossed my picket line. They, you know, the picket lines are real dangerous, you know. To, yeah. to I, cross. Think, I think Verizon is, uh, Verizon are smart enough to know that we, we wouldn't cross that picket line. They know very well. I see, listen, we can, we can learn a thing or two from Verizon because let me tell you, those guys are no joke when they want to strike. I've seen it. Those guys will follow the supervisor. They, they, they will honor them. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, the, the female supervisor that they had go over to the Verizon building, she's lucky she got out of there with her life, man. 
That's yeah. for sure. Those Verizon guitars don't play, and those those people at management, they're very lucky nothing happened to that girl because yeah. it got really ugly really fast. She's lucky she got out of there. It's in our contract that we we can't be not, we can't be forced to cross a picket line. It puts you in danger. And we we won't cross. And as a teamster, as a union brother sister, you you, you just don't want to do it because you don't want them to cross our picket line if we ever go on strike, like the '97 strike. Uh, so if the freight, if freight, because I remember I was in the '97 strike, Hector. I was at Foster Avenue in the '97 strike back then. Uh, Ron Carey had let us, you know, he had made the big speech and told us we were going out and everything went down and i remember at the time howie redmond uh we were out there screaming and howie redmond gave me the bullhorn and i started shouting all kinds of stuff and then you know the cops came and took the bullhorn away from me because we started getting a little rowdy over there and uh you know it felt good when even the sanitation was right across the street every time they came with their trucks and they rode by they honked their horn and raised their arms and we were like yeah you know yeah like it was like it felt good to feel that kind of uh solidarity or that kind of unity just from other that they're not but they're showing up the love and the respect you know what i mean anthony i, I would just when i hear you talking i just i just thought about something i want to congratulate you for getting that position that you've been waiting for years of working your <laughs> ass off congratulate me i didn't even get it wait wait i'm gonna I, i'm gonna get that you did get it you did get it but it's up it's it's, it's up to uh the board to tell you when you start that shit and that's a bull right there but, uh, yeah, you know, you but worked all those years. Story, Hector bringing up uh, you, something that happened to me over at Foster Avenue. I won a job bid for a clerk position. Yeah. Those that don't know, our building is a non-hub building. So the, the, the clerk jobs and the car wash jobs go to most of the drivers with, with, with more, you know, with the most time. And, um, <laughs> and the uh, funny thing is, uh, the BA, RBA, whom everybody knows his name, Mark Johnson, it's not a secret, uh, he uh, made some kind of deal with DM and said that we, that well, they said that they had personnel issues, which we know isn't true, but that's what he stated, and they ended up, uh, you know, uh, giving up the, bit, the, the jobs. I mean, they didn't give up the jobs, but they said that we can get the job after January. Like, that's when we'll get the job. That is so crazy. So me and my fellow employee, we, we tried to, to to fight that. And on nomination day, we actually walked up to Danny Montalvo uh, with my shop, Stuart Warner Costa. And, um, you know, he, he basically told him what it was. And, uh, you know, Montalvo was like, well, I'll come down to the building. It was basically the day that you were just speaking about with yeah, Dan Daly. Uh, Dan Daly's retirement. Party, he was supposedly, allegedly... Uh, allegedly right. hanging out and having a party after they just threw me and my buddy uh, Danny Summers under the bus. You know, so, you know, uh, they, they they walked out and said that a deal was made and there's nothing they can do. And, and wow. you know, it was pretty sad. It, it, it upset us because we've been waiting since July 7th. And, heck, I don't know uh, uh, if you know anybody that's waited five or six months Never. to get a first position, but Never. that would be me. I'd probably be the first guy you ever hear on the wait. Uh, from July to to the first week of January to get a clerk job that he won back in July. That's bullshit wow. right there. I, you you won the wow. bit and it has a two week exp uh, ex expire date on the bit. So within once that two weeks expire, whoever's the top dog to get that position gets that position. No waiting six months to get that position. You go right. If you want it on that Friday, Monday, you start that position. That's why I, I was saying congratulations to you and uh, and Summers that uh, that got the, cl the clerk after all these years. You've been uh, up and down, 
the your package card, and now you got a position that you want to retire with, which is a clerk. It'll easy up on your on your muscles, and you know you deserve all those years that you worked and you earned it with your seniority. And here you got it. Mark make the deal. Johnson made a deal with the management, and then not only he made the deal with management. You have the acting principal office that agrees with Mark Johnson and his deal with management, and he says you can't do nothing about it. That's not the kind of rep that I want. I want somebody to fight me and get me that position that I earned, that I fucking bid it for, that I, I sweat my ass for 20 whatever. How many years you got on that? 25, sir, 20, 1994. 20 fucking five years, and they don't even give you the respect. As the 25 no, years no. veteran. So what makes you, you know, think these new guys they give respect to? And lowering and picking up packages and getting in and out of the truck. And back then, you know, we had those crappy trucks, no power steering. You had a shifter that was all the way out by the other, by the, by the passenger boost chair to the right where you had to lean over just to shift. You had some real <laughs> crappy truck back in that day, misfiring. That's, I mean, you had the keys, you're playing with your fingers, trying to get these door locks open and you get arthritis in your fingers. Sometimes my fingers lock up. I mean, you know, I'm 44 years old. I started young, but at the same time, you know, my body's had its fair share of wear and tear. I just wanted to come in and get a decent job where it was a little easier on me. It's not like the clerk job is super easy. You're still touching packages. You're still, you know, but at the same time, you're not off and in and out of the truck. You're not dealing with the bad weather elements out there, the rain, the snow, the ice. You know, that that's all we want. You know, you, you work hard. You, you deserve to get it just a little easier when you get to that age, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I, you know what, you deserve it, uh, you, um, and some deserve it, and I don't understand how they could pick and choose when they're gonna put you on that clerkship, and that's bullshit. And whatever, uh, executive board gets it in January 1st, they gotta make sure that they get you guys into that clerk position right away. That's all I gotta say. I don't know what I don't know why they do I don't I don't know why they doing that to you guys and and it's 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 un it's not a, you know you can't do that you won the bit go and that's that's your position well I don't know what they doing are they trying to save money for the company who's doing the uh, the clerk's position now. Well, they, they got whoever they can find to do it. I see part-timers doing it. I see sometimes guys I would put the grievance in. and they try to do it. And whoever they can snatch up to, to cover some, some clerk work, that's what they do. And then, you know, and, that's uh, not even fair. They, and it's whatever they can find. Is your shop store putting grievances in? For uh, well, uh, well, other people doing out of classification? Uh, in, that, in that matter, no. We have not. But, yeah. you know, it came to the point where, like, we put a grievance in to, for what? For Danny Montalvo and the, the Mark, and Mark Johnson could well, what, he, grab him and, exactly. and he put, at him and he, throw him at each other? Exactly. Around. He pretty yeah. much told you that he... he these guys yeah. do nothing for us, right? Exactly. They, the subcontracting in our, in our building is so out of control, Hector. I mean, they got guys washing trucks that, 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 that don't even speak English. I mean, one time a supervisor there asked me to talk to them. I was like, you know, this, this isn't Right, you the know, outside com uh, contractors <laughs> you're talking about, right? <laughs> On top of that, you got a uh, uh, porter jobs. Uh, a lot of porter guys doing doing the same thing. You know, we got a few guys that actually got the porter gig. Some car washes in, but but they're still using subcontracting, and it's not fair. It's it's at an all time high. And then and another thing, time that you know this this EB does something about it. They're not, so we can't rely on them putting in grievances and helping us because they're not doing anything for us. We need um, <laughs> experienced matters in there. 
So <laughs> that you guys can stop all this stuff going on, all that, all this bad stuff that's going on to us, and, and, and make them, you know, and don't let them violate the contract anymore. That's what's happening. They're violating the contract, and these people are letting them do it. They're walking all over them. They they let them do whatever they want. It's not fair to us. We're the ones suffering. For exactly. It. And, and and you bring up a good point because. Here he has this letter that he put out that Walter Kane. I'm going to say Walter Kane put that letter out this weekend. And uh, you see that he says, oh, they, they're going to give us 20 porter and car washers job. Dumbass. Yeah. they such a dumbass. Yeah. Guess what, guys, the members yeah. that are listening? We're going to get 20 to 20 because we're opening new buildings. So we're going to have to fill those spots up. So he, they're not giving us anything. We have to fill those spots up. Exactly. It's not giving. What, you want to give us 20 uh, car washers and porter jobs? After the fact that when once these buildings get filled up with our membership and the seniority, and then you're going to give us more? That's what you're saying? No. What you're doing is is saying what we already have. And that's a, poli- and, that's a political and, and that's move. A point, Hector, and on top of that, you're giving up Sundays at, at, at double time for, exactly. for, for a street paint. Like, exactly. Are you kidding me? No way. And that and then you're gonna throw an extra five or four hundred dollar pension increase and, and then think that we're all gonna jump on it like we're just donkeys looking at a carrot? No. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. Nobody's sure. biting on it. And I urge everybody listening to Heck Show today, please, whatever they throw on there, just vote it down. Exactly. Vote it down so that when the next E board comes in there, they can handle the negotiations. I am not voting yes on any contract that I see coming through. I am going to try to vote it down until this election's over because I want the real guys in there negotiating this contract. And that's right. And we have the last, the last choice. We have the last say, guys. The membership. Danny Montavo cannot force this on us. Can't say, yeah, yeah, let's run with it. Fuck you. You run with it. You run with it right back to your fucking truck. We're not going to take you. You run with it exactly. So. I could tell you this much: five hundred dollars is not a lot of money as far as bringing into the to the pension. I met uh, uh, Tyler. Tyler's pension over there where he's at is sixty one hundred dollars. Sixty one hundred dollars a month if you retire. Yes. So don't bullshit us. You can get it. Let's you know impress me. Go to the company and say I want a thousand dollar raise on our pension. Let's do that. Don't give me no bullshit 400, 500. Let's see if you are the man and you the negotiator you say you are. Go with them with $1,000. Let's see if we get $1,000 in our pension. It ain't going to happen. It's not going to fucking happen. Well, anyway. Guys, I, I appreciate you guys calling in to the What The Heck Show. Anthony, Rosario, and uh, Charlie. And I, uh, I just wanted to tell you guys, I had a great weekend this weekend. You guys could should, uh, try to experience for next year. Start saving up now. That's what I do every year. You do huh? what I do is buy my flight ticket a year before, and I uh, uh, pay for my registration a year before. So when I go there, everything How is. How many times have you done, Hector? How many times is this year? What second, third? Business? No, I've been going there since two thousand. Let me not. When I first became a uh, shop steward, which is two thousand and thirteen. Do you have to be a steward to go? No, you don't have to be a steward to go. It was a lot of it was a lot of members there that are not stewards that went there to get the education. Listen, it was great education. I found out a lot of shit. 
as far as panel prepping and as far as you running for office, they 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 set you up so lovely that you know they they set it straight up. They say anyone that goes into office is not gonna know everything. They're gonna know only the basic things. You gotta learn a lot of shit. You know, uh, members gotta get represented a hundred percent when you're in that board, or the member could turn around and sue the local. So you got to be very careful how you represent the member. You got to represent them to the fullest. You got to have detailed notes when you go in an office. And I'm and I'm saying not only for the stewards, even for the 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 discipline for the member that's being disciplined, he should also write down notes. Everything that's happening in that office, because whatever the shop steward miss, the member will get. And with your notes together, you can beat the company. You could beat the company with it. So everyone, if you're going into office, write down everything that your shop store is writing down. And then at the end of the day, if it gets any further than just the local level, then you guys can match the, the thing and fight a good uh, a good fight. So, I mean, they were showing us so many things. Like I said, this TDU convention thing is for certain people and certain people, you know, Raul Molestina, this first time going there. From our slate. The first time going there. And remember, Raul Molestina was a Danny Montabo, I don't need the education type of shit. He went there, and I'm telling you, the question I asked him at the airport this morning when we were getting on the airplane, did it help you in any way? And he absolutely said it did help him, and it was very good classes there. And I asked everyone that goes there that's new, because, you know, if, if it's something that is missing, I'm going to make sure that I write to... The, uh, the conference and tell them that this is what he was missing. This is what we should do to educate the, uh, the membership. And I feel that everyone should get a, uh, a taste of it, go on. And, you know, it, you know, in reality, the executive board that's in, they're supposed to do, they have an education funds to send members to these kind of educations. But what happened with this executive board, they didn't want the members to get educated because of the fact is they didn't want people to, you know, the members to get smart and then run against them. So they was they were looking out for themselves. And let me tell you something, whatever executive board goes in now, I don't give a sh- if it's us, I'm in and 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 I know Vinny Perone, we're gonna educate the membership. Because every education is the key for this local for the union. The more education Absolutely. members that we got. And listen, I don't care. If we get into office, I don't care. I want to show the next person what I'm doing so they could get in the mood to run for office and do this and do that and, and get be a shop steward and be an alternate and, and feel what, what union's all about and how to fight this company. I'm with that education stuff. I really am 110% with that. And I know Vinny is, and I know Tim Sylvester was at one point. We have the money to educate the membership. And like I said before in my previous things, we cannot neglect the guys that are not supporting us. We have to keep everybody on the same level in the same, in the same. We got to treat everybody the same because this is a union, you know, this is union. And we all got to be together. Oh, 100%. And you know what? That's one of the selling points for EMS. You know, experience matters. One of the big things for me that I saw, especially in the pamphlet that I read at the meet and greet, you know, the fact of educating the members, the fact about you guys, when a guy makes it into the union and and finishes his training and finally gets into the union and starts paying dues, you guys thinking about bringing them in 
talking to them, letting them know they're in a fraternity or a brotherhood, letting exactly. them know that there are guys now that are behind you. You know, I, I think that's a big deal, and that was a big selling point for me when it came to experience matters because I've been with the company a long time, and nobody's ever really done that. I've never seen that. You know, back in the days, we would have the guys come out, and we would have them buy us a case of beer, or we'd haze them a little bit, you know, but there was not like, you know, real, real, you, you know, like everybody just teaching them about what's what, you know, it was uh, getting drunk and acting silly and, and in, including him into the group. It wasn't like, you know, educating him on the union, on the history of the union, on, on you know, everything that we've done up to this point, you know, guys like Ron Carey and, and, and you know, everything going from that point on, I mean, back to the original Hoffa, not to his son, that piece of fucking Mahone that's out there. I'm talking about <laughs> the original uh, Hoffa who yeah. started it all. You know, I, it, it, there, there has to be something said for educating members, and it's very important, and, and that's one of the things that I like about what Experience Matters is doing. And I and I spoke to Vinny and myself. If either we're going to bring the education to you guys, or we're going to send you out of state to get educated, and that we have the funds yeah. for it. Uh, I think Local 804 uh, have a lot of smart guys, a lot of smart members here, and uh, we want everything for the best. You got to leave this, the, the whole thing that Ron Carey said, we want to leave this local at the best when you leave out of, when you retire. You want to leave this local the best. And that's what everyone should be having in mind. I just want to thank uh, Charlie Gonzalez and Anthony for calling in today the what the heck show here on the union power radio will be back next saturday at 3 p.m i don't know if i'm gonna be here i think i'm we're taking my show to uh uh a member's house and we're gonna have a, a round around table talk with uh certain members and uh, a new member and how he feels and what i think it's next weekend i'm gonna find out i'll let you guys know on the facebook i'll put it out there i appreciate you guys thank you for calling in anthony thank you for calling in charlie uh, have a good weekend. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you guys next week here on the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. Remember, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. That's right. If you have any questions for any executive board that uh running, the What The Heck Show at AOL.com. I'm going to be putting this on podcast, podomatic.com. If you're not a follower here at the uh, What The Heck Show Click on the follow button, and every time the show goes on live, it alerts you by email that I'm going live, and you cannot miss the live show. Or like I said, if you don't have time to listen to the live show, you can always go to my uh, show.podomatic.com. With that said, my brothers and sisters, peace out. What a bunch of fucking assholes. You know why? I know. You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Me, I always tell it to you. Even when I lie. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Come on. Last time you're gonna see a bad guy like this again. Check out the original What the Heck Show every Saturday at 3 p.m. on UnionPowerRadio.com.